0: my friends and welcome back to the Research to Empower Masterclass series. I'm Grace Liu, joined by my sister Jessica, where we'll talk about research in a way that's easy to digest and fun. There are probably hundreds, even thousands of research programs for students. Even when I was a tiny ten-year-old, we had science fairs in our elementary school and it would be set up in the gym it would be super crowded and sweaty and at the time i didn't really know what research was i didn't know why we had to do research i didn't even know that science fairs were research for god's sake so i had no clue what i was doing and i would do the typical little like silly research science experiment and when I had to present it to the class I felt like I would literally pee myself when because I was so so scared and I dreaded it so much but from the scientific revolution to the age of enlightenment and so much more Research has been present throughout human history and it's the reason we have such a vast understanding of our world today. I get all of that, but why is research so popular? Well, you become a mini-expert about your passions and subjects that you care about. For example, I started research because of my passion for fencing, the sport. Do you remember when we used to do fencing together? Yeah, it was fun. You thought- you really thought it was fun? Mm, Uh... Uh... Not really. Okay. Well, I liked fencing a lot. You didn't really, but... And that's probably why I did research on it and you didn't. Anyway! I did no research. Okay, that's true. You were, like, tiny- even tinier. Anyway, so besides becoming a mini-expert about passions and subjects, you enhance Our knowledge of society and the world which advances humanity and can inspire others you also make new friends and relationships it's the epitome of fun and productivity you also learned lifelong skills like problem-solving organization professionalism presentation skills communication skills critical thinking and more I feel like I'm boring you all and Jessica so what do you think yeah, this is kind of boring. But what is critical thinking, anyways? This is actually the perfect time to talk about artificial intelligence, AI, like ChatGPT. Do you know what that is, Jessica? Nope. Okay, well, that's perfectly fine! ChatGPT is an AI chatbot developed by OpenAI, and it was launched in 2022. So that was actually really recently. It can basically answer your questions and have a conversation with you. It can also write essays with you. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when ChatGPT first started becoming massively popular and writing essays for students, to be honest, I fell into a kind of despair for a while. And I was like questioning my whole existence. And I remember just lying in bed, staring at the ceiling, thinking about the meaning of research. But then it hit me. AI can be a super helpful tool, not a replacement for you becoming a researcher. When you're tempted to let AI write a research report for you, think about how gaining knowledge is a long-term process that truly results from research. AI doing research for you may initially save time, but I feel that it defeats the core purpose of why most people do research, which is to ask questions and to think critically. By thinking critically, I mean identifying misinformation and not falling for traps, especially online where different news media and different sources are actually telling you lies. Has there been a time when you fell for fake news? Yeah, like when I saw an article online that cats like eating raw meat, not cooked meat. So I always gave a tiny chunk of raw meat to our cat cookie, but she never ate it. Yeah, I remember that, and there have been so many times for me too when I catch myself almost believing some sketchy news that doesn't have any research to backs it, whether it's on YouTube, a random webpage, or even in conversations with other people. This is part of why research is for everyone, even you, Jessica. And you already do research when you ask questions on Google or something. So I'm here to share how you can more systematically do research, so the next time you see a news article telling you what's happening with the government, or a blog page telling you how to get six-pack abs in three days, you think twice and question its credibility. That's a wrap for today. Thank you for listening. If you want to check out details about articles and stuff we reference, as always, it's available in the show notes. Tune in to the next episode to learn about disasters that can happen when we don't have research ethics.